Are you ready to start showing up as the best version of you? Ditching those diets, embracing and enjoying training and learning that you are enough. Join me, Vicky Marks, or more commonly known as Vicky PT, personal trainer, nutrition coach, and female transformation specialist on a podcast journey of inspiration, motivation, usable tips, and support to fire you forward into becoming that best version of you, plus some special guests along the way. You're listening to Strong, Confident, Transform. Let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to podcast 49, guys. It's going to be a croaky one today. The germs are flowing in the Marks household and the colds are real. Um, Like everybody else, I'm sure, um, are feeling the lurgies that are going round right now. Um, We just live in such a strange world right now, don't we? And you can't go anywhere with a sniffle anymore. You're asked if you've taken your lateral flows. Have you done all the things that you're meant to do before you can leave the house if you're going to sneeze or cough or um, have a sore throat, you know? Um, And we forget that it's December. I can't believe it's December. And every year at the same time of year, every year at this time, I have this sort of cold thing going on. So, you know, I have the lurgy. So do excuse my croaky, sniffly voice today. I couldn't possibly not bring a podcast to you this week. You need me. I know that. So here I am. Um, So we're going to talk about industry myths today. Um, You know, I'm not going to stand here and say that I love... uh, No, let me rephrase this. I absolutely adore my job. It is who I am. It is what I was put on this planet to do. Like I get up every morning feeling so grateful that I get to help people every day become the best versions of themselves. Like I have the most amazing job in the world. It is my passion. You guys know that it shines through everything that I do. Like it it is my thing. However, do I love the industry that I'm in? absolutely not like it is a fickle backstabbing industry you know there's lots of people out there that are not acting with integrity there's a lot of personal trainers out there that couldn't give a shit whether their clients get results or not like there's lots of stuff going on there's trainers and coaches handing out skinny jabs and eat a thousand calories a day and you're going to be the best version of yourself. There's act with a calorie deficit and you'll get all that you need from your life. Um, Sign up with my 90 day cleanse and you will change forever. You know, there's so much shit out there in my industry. And do I agree with all of it? No. Are any of it, is, is anyone doing anything wrong? No, they're doing their thing with what they feel is the right thing to do. But for me, I stay in my lane. You know, I know what I do. I know what I advocate. I know what works. I've trialed and tested all of my principles for 19 years. Like what I do, I 100% back. You know, I have my back in every single shape or form because I know what I do changes lives. And, you know, 
I wholeheartedly believe in everything that I preach. And all of you guys know that listen to this. And if you don't know, I practice what I preach. I do everything that I tell other people to do. Like there's nothing I would tell people to do that I wouldn't do myself because I know that what I'm advocating works, you know? So whatever any other people are doing out there, I don't really care about. Like I don't really care who's doing what in the industry. All I know is what I'm doing is what I'm passionate about and I know works. So what I just wanted to come in to this podcast and do today was just blast some of these industry myths that are out there right now that, you know, are stopping people from starting their journey, um, are making people question whether they can, um, and maybe putting them off, putting their health as a priority. So I just want to talk about some of these things. And there's some key things that I think are out there in the industry right now, which are making people question what they are doing. Like, and what you have to remember is, you know, what works for someone may not work for you. So, you know, I'm going to just pull a name out of the hat now. Sheila from Norfolk um, has lost eight stone on Slimming World. She has completely transformed um, her life, in inverted commas, um, she's lost eight stone. Does that mean that Slimming World is going to be the thing for you? Well, obviously you all know my views on Slimming World. <laughs> I don't need to go into that in this podcast, but I'm using this as an example. Like, Sheila has terrible relationship with food. She wasn't ready to take on her relationship with food, but she needed to lose weight. Therefore, she did Slimming World. She lost eight stone and that has dealt with that issue that she needed to lose that eight stone. Has it dealt with her relationship with food? Absolutely not. But, you know, now she's lost a load of weight and she's in a different mindset. Maybe she's now ready to focus on the fact that she's got a horrendous relationship with food. So that, you know, she lost her eight stone the way she lost her eight stone and that's great. But, you have to stay on your own path. Stop looking at what, you know, everybody else is doing and going, oh, maybe I should flip from one thing to another thing, to another, to another. Like stay in your lane. What you know works for you, adapt it. If you see someone's got amazing results doing something, have a go. But don't be fearful to start these things because you're like, oh, but will it work for me? Like we just don't know what will work for us unless we try. So stay in your lane know what you want to achieve and then go out and get it. So let's start going for these industry myths. Right. This first one that I'm going to talk about, oh, it like really frustrates me because it's a really big reason as to why some people do not start their journey. Um, so the whole, you've got to train six days a week or achieve nothing. Like, get in that gym, get in the grind, like an hour and a half each time you go. If you can't give that, you can't achieve. What a load of bullshit. Like, it really frustrates me when I see this and when I see, you know, some of these quick plans, these eight-week plans that are like, right, do this every single day and you are going to change forever. Well, it's not sustainable for number one. It's not realistic to most busy people. Like, I am probably my ideal client <laughs> in that I live an incredibly busy life. I'm spinning thousands of plates, you know, I've got two businesses, I've got a husband that works full time, I've got two children, nine and six, 
Um, I've got a house. I've got a social life. I've got friends. You know, I've got all the things that entails a very incredibly busy, busy woman. It's not unheard of for me to work 16 hours in a day because, you know, if I need to, I I need to do it. And I'll work till midnight if I have to, to get things done. Like I am your description of a busy woman, you know? And like, yes, sometimes I can train six days a week. Sometimes I can, um, depending on what my week's like and whether I've got the support around the children to be able to do that. But realistically, most people, most busy women cannot even think about training six days a week. It can't even, you know, they struggle to fit one hour a week in, let alone six hours a week. So be realistic about this. Like training six days a week is not sustainable. It's not something you can continue to do for the rest of your life. It's not something that is going to um, completely um, be something that you can bring into your lifestyle. It's not. So let go of this industry myth that training six days a week is going to be the only way that you can change your body. Let go of it because I have women that are training maybe twice a week for half an hour every single week, but consistently, and they're getting incredible results. So let go of that six days a week. It's not necessary. Like, a couple of training sessions a week, but consistently, I'm going to say that word really loud, consistently is a winner. Like six days a week, you might be able to maintain for a month and then you get tired or you get ill. That that happens a lot. Um, And you can't maintain that six days a week. So you have to let it go already. And you know, you just keep going on this cycle of six days, one day, zero times a week, six days a week again. And you know, that inconsistent, um, training schedule just doesn't work. Like set yourself a realistic goal. I'm going to train on a Saturday morning because I know my partner and my husband's at home to look after the kids and I can get it done. And I'm going to train on a Wednesday night. That's the only night I need someone else to put my children to bed, or I have to commit to doing once they've gone to bed twice a week, do that for a whole month. See how you feel. Is it going well? If it is continue, if you think you can add any more, go for it but let go of this six days a week, let it go. Now, there's also this massive stigma attached to changing your body that you can't have fun anymore. Like you can't go out for dinner anymore because you will be that person that's saying, oh, no, thank you to dessert or, oh, no, thank you to the glass of wine or, you know, spreading around lettuce on your plate because you can't have anything else. Like let that go. Moderation is the key here. And like, I'm going to say, I'm going to talk about myself first, because people always attach the stigma that because I'm a personal trainer, I'm completely boring. I'm a bore to go out with. Um, Don't like, I'm going to say it right here, right now. Don't feel sorry for me. Um, I'm definitely the one that doesn't get invited to things. And you know, it's happened for a lot of years now. I'm used to it. It doesn't affect me anymore. Like, I'm definitely that mum that gets invited last because they're like, oh, you know, she probably won't make it. She's too busy. She doesn't want to come out and party because she's a bore. <laughs> and, you know, like I'm not saying this with like, oh, I wish I got invited. Like, I'm saying this just with how it is, you know. I'm a personal trainer. Like, that 
um, word alone has associations with it. And it's always been a reason as to why people don't invite me to things. And that's okay. Like, I'm not um, bringing it up for you to feel sorry for me. I'm just saying, like, I don't get invited to things because they think I'm going to say no. Whereas I eat cake, I drink alcohol, I go out for dinner and I choose exactly what I want to eat on the menu. I don't pick around for salads and, you know, the stuff, oh, no potatoes for me, please. Like, if I want to eat the chips, I eat the chips. If I don't, I don't. Like, just because you're working on yourself and you're trying to better yourself does not mean you have to become a bore. Someone that doesn't say yes to things. Like, any of my close friends know... I'm just like them. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, I choose what I want to eat on the menu. I love a frigging dessert. Like if there's a good brownie on a on a menu, I'm I'm in on that. I love a creme brulee. You know, like I'm not a bore. I don't say no, thank you. I don't drink alcohol because my body is a temple. Like I take good care of my body, but I also enjoy my favorite things. And there is no reason why you cannot take on a journey to find a better version of yourself and, and still enjoy all your favorite things. You don't have to be saying no to social nights out. Yeah, of course, if you're going out on a Saturday and drinking five bottles of wine and you're going out on a Sunday and doing the same thing, then of course, yeah, there's going to be changes you need to make. And of course, there's going to be a little bit of sacrifice. Um, but I think we can all hold our hands up and go, like, I was excessively enjoying myself before. I can enjoy myself and still take good care of myself. So if you are avoiding starting a journey because you think you're going to become a bore, then let that go right now and let go of what you know, the industry is telling you, which is, you know, if you're going to lose weight, you have to stop going out and having fun. Let that go. Now, this next one, I could get on my high horse about this one. So I'm going to warn you now. I, it is one of my biggest pet hates. And, and I'm saying this with love, because I understand that when you're in a place where um, you're in this dark hole, and you don't know how to get out, it's um, <clears throat> one of the key things that kind of holds you back. You have to have lots of time to change your body. Now, we live in a world where time is poor. We are all time poor. We're all trying to run businesses or have jobs and have children and do all the things and have all the fun as well. And, you know, keep a house clean, keep our friends happy, keep our partners and husbands and wives happy, all of this stuff. Like we live in a very busy life, but this, rah, it's like one of my biggest things that I say to people is like, sometimes the less time we have, the better we do because, you know, we have to be organized. We have to be structured, routined. And if we want to achieve all of these things, then we just have to accept that we do have to be structured. We do have to be organized. And <clears throat> I'm telling you now, you can achieve so much in small pockets of time. So much. My biggest thing I see women um, struggle with is accepting that the time they have is enough. Rather than saying, I haven't got time, that's it, walking away, running away, I'm going to take the easy option, which I'm going to say is actually the hardest option because you stay feeling shit. And I'm going to say, I haven't got enough time and um, da-da, I've let myself off. Now I don't have to worry about it anymore. 
You know, like if you keep allowing yourself to let yourself off by taking that easy, although it's hard, option to give up, you're like it happens time and time again. And before you know it, you're 10 years down the road and you are still overweight, feeling shit about your body, hate the way your clothes feel and miserable most days because you hate the way you feel about yourself. Like it's a vicious cycle. And then you go back and you go, what is the main reason that I've given up each time? And one of the big ones is time. I just haven't got time. Well, you've heard me speak about this before on podcasts. Like I haven't got time to not look after myself. I need to do all the things. Like I love running businesses. I love doing loads of cool things with my kids. I love a clean house and a tidy house. So I have to factor time in for that too. Like I haven't got time to not look after myself. Otherwise all these things fall apart. They all fall apart bit by bit. So turn your mindset around. And rather than saying, I just haven't got time for this, like turn it around. You're the captain of the ship. You run your own life. And if you continually tell yourself you haven't got time, then, you know, that time will never show itself for one. But two, you'll just continue to give up on yourself time and time again. You can achieve so much in small pockets of time. You have to accept that the time you've got is enough And you have to do this important thing that I'm going to say right now, which is do what you say you are going to do. If you're going to eat well, prep the food the night before. It takes 10 minutes. If you're going to keep it simple, like just throw some yogurt in a bowl with some berries and some nuts, stick it in the in the fridge. That's a meal right there. Done. Make a bolognese bigger. Make too much of it so that you've got two portions in the fridge so that for the next couple of days, there's extra food in the fridge. Like, it's not hard to be prepared. It's not hard to be organized. And any woman that's listening to this, this is busy. I know they're organized because otherwise they wouldn't be able to make all the things happen that happen in their life. So just get organized with yourself and use those small pockets of time. If you have 10 minutes in the morning that you sit scrolling your phone, um, drinking a cup of coffee, scrolling your phone through Instagram, making yourself feel shit about yourself... Um, use that time differently. Do seven minutes of exercise instead. Like there's so many seven minute programs on my membership site that people can utilize. Seven minutes is like the easiest thing to fit into our lives. I know that there's so many people scrolling on Instagram, scrolling on Facebook. Use that time to do seven minutes of exercise. It will make you feel good. It will make your day better. Use your small pockets of time and let go of perfection. Let go of having to do things perfectly. Otherwise, I'm not doing them at all. Otherwise, you will stay in the same miserable spot for a long time to come. And I'm saying that with love. Something that I adapt when, when life gets a bit skew-if, which for me, at the moment, life is a bit skew-if. Um, there's lots going on in my life right now, which I could actually speak in a whole podcast about, but I'm not going to do that. <laughs> you don't need to hear that stuff. But I'm having to adapt something called a minimum dose approach at the moment. Like, the most um, obvious thing that's going on in my life is I'm ill. Um, (laughs) So I'm not actually feeling very good. So my training is absolutely dire. I'm struggling to train. I don't feel well enough to train really. So I'm taking a minimum dose approach. I'm doing things 
um, by halves, you know, rather than training five days a week. I'm lucky if I'm training three days a week at the moment because I'm tired. I've got a lot going on in my life, but I refuse to give up. And it's something that I will never do. It's not in my makeup. I don't allow that to be something that my body sees as normal. So, you know, I'm doing the training, but I'm doing less of it. And, you know, it's keeping me ticking over. It's keeping me looking after myself, but on a minimum dose approach. You know, I'm doing a little bit less work at the moment because I don't feel very well. And there's a lot going on in my life at the moment. So, taking a minimum dose approach. Some of the things that are on my to-do list are just having to wait. And that doesn't mean I'm not going to do them. It doesn't mean that I can't come back to them. It means that while there's a lot going on, I'm taking a minimum dose approach. Rather than doing 10,000 steps a day, which I'm struggling to do at the moment, I'm focusing on getting to eight. I'm like, and if I don't get to eight, you know, I'm like, right, okay, tomorrow I try to get to eight again. So I'm just minimum dose approaching my life at the moment. And it's okay to do that. Like you don't have to be on the top of your game all of the time. And actually it's unrealistic to think that you can. And a big industry thing here um, is Instagram. You see all these personal trainers flashing their six pack, you know, wearing their hot pants and their crop tops, Um, doing their live workouts on Instagram with their makeup and their absolutely perfect hair in their perfect exercise space. And you know, like life isn't like that all the time. And if they say it is, they are lying. They are lying to you because, you know, life has its ups and downs for everyone, whether you're, you know, a supersonic six-packed personal trainer or or, you know, you're someone, anyone, like life gets in the way sometimes and we have to learn to adapt. And I think something that I've learned in 2021, it is my word of 2021 actually, is adaptation. Oh my God. I have learned <coughs> that adaptation is the most important word in life. Full stop. End of. Adaptation if it doesn't work one way, you have to do it another. If you can't do something, you have to adapt and do it another way. Like, oh my God, it has been a big life lesson to me in 2021, adaptation. And when life gets tough, we adapt. We adapt accordingly and we carry on, but we never give up. And I have to say that. So if you're scrolling through Instagram and you're seeing these fitness influencers or whatever they are um, in their hot pants with their fake tan that they spend hours on a week, which I have to hold my hands up, like I haven't got time for any of that fake tan stuff. Like you're never going to see me with a fake tan unless it's Christmas, all right? Um, (laughs) Because I haven't got time for that stuff. I haven't got time to nurture a fake tan, you know? Like they've got their fake tan, they're in their hot pants and crop tops, their hair's perfect, their makeup's amazing. Like, good for them. Their life allows that to happen to them. And, you know, but just remember, like, that's not how life has to be for you. And it doesn't mean that they've got it all figured out. And I think that's the bit that I'm trying to put across here. Like, Don't look at some of these people and think, oh, that's how I need to be because you don't. You need to be you and the best version that you can possibly be. 
So the next little industry myth that I want to smash, which is the last one I'm going to talk about today, I could actually probably go on for about three hours, but I'm not going to do that Um, because I don't think my voice will hold out either. (laughs) Um, You need a gym membership or you need to be somewhere to be able to exercise. Like someone else getting you to do it is going to be the answer. I need to go to a class because that's the only way I'm going to get motivated. Well, spoiler alert coming right now. If you cannot motivate yourself to do a workout and you only think going somewhere else is going to be the answer, then guess what? When that person or that thing that you go and do to make you exercise stops, which inevitably it will at some point, who's going to motivate you then? No one. So the answer is you. You are the reason you can't motivate yourself. Like motivation doesn't grow on trees. It doesn't show up at your front door going, hey, I'm here. Like you can exercise now. Like you have to build that in yourself. Resilience, determination, discipline, all these things are like muscles. If you don't use them, you're going to lose them. If you get somebody else to do it for you, that is not growing those muscles. That is getting somebody else to do it for you. And this is why, you know, I'm not a huge advocate of expensive gym memberships. I don't think they're necessary. I don't think you need them to be able to get the results that you want to get. Some of my members in my site have um, equipment at home, limited equipment at home, and they've lost three and a half stone and completely changed their body. Like, you don't need these expensive gym memberships to change your life. You don't need to be rocking up to whoop whoop classes um, in the attempt that it might get you exercising. Like, this is down to you. And I'm building a tribe of resilient, disciplined women that want to change their life and for good. Not from someone else doing it for them, but taking responsibility of their own life, their own body and going, I want this for me. I want health. I want to live a long life. They know their reasons why. And that is why they get up and they do that workout wherever they are, whether it be at home, in a gym, if that's the choice that they make, um, you know, or somewhere else, like whatever. Um, Having an expensive gym membership is not the answer to your prayers. Having an aerobics class, don't get me into aerobics. Don't get me into classes, actually. Um, That's for another podcast. Actually, I think I did it a long time ago. Go back and listen to some podcasts about, you know, um, training and the sort of training that I advocate. But, you know, these things are not going to be the answer to your prayers. They're not going to be this magic wand that all of a sudden you're this motivated superhuman and um, you're achieving everything that you want. Like, if you're constantly looking for something, like, I would highly advise you just stop and you look at yourself. Like, what is the main reason I'm not motivated to exercise? Is it because... um, I haven't got an expensive gym membership. Absolutely not. Never is. It's always down to you. Maybe the way you're eating, like maybe you haven't exercised for a long time, therefore you're needing to actually do it to bring back that motivation that you had before. Like it's never down to the gym membership. It's never down to the person that's holding the class. It's always down to you. So 
Another industry myth, like you do not need that expensive gym membership and all that equipment to change your body. You don't. You just need some really basic, simple principles that you can adapt to your life consistently and have accountability and support. And that is the key. So I hope this podcast has helped today. I hope my voice has not been horrendous to listen to today. I know I'm so sorry for coughing in certain um, points. Um, You know me, like there's no perfection over this podcast. I don't edit them. I don't write a script. I don't feel the need that I need to do that. I'm kind of giving you a real approach, a real um, chat, you know, about what my beliefs and trying to inspire you and motivate you to be better every day. So um, no perfection over here. So I hope that one's helped you today. Um, If you've got any questions after today, let me know, send me a message. Um, I'm so happy to answer any of your questions come and join my membership site if you want to start before Christmas. Like, let go of this. Oh, I'll get going in January. Let it go. Like, do dare to be different this year. Dare to be different and say, actually, I'm going to go into January feeling bloody great because 2022 has got to be a better year, which I'm banking on that, guys. So I'm with you all in hoping that it will be. So I hope this has helped today. Um, any questions you've got for me, let me know. I hope you enjoyed it today. If you listen to my podcast and you haven't left me a review yet, please do so. I love to see them. Share this with all your friends. I love that people love listening to these. Um, and until next time, I'll catch you soon.